Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe. And I'm Solomon Izanga Shams in Johannesburg, South Africa. Well, today we're talking about referees. The men in black come in for constant criticism with fans accusing referees of incompetence, bias and generally just doing a poor job. Players obviously feel that the referees are biased. Some of their judgment is out of bias. And, you know, that upsets the players so much. And when you find out the referees are beaten up, it's because the players have had enough. Well, before we get to that, the third edition of the CHAN, the African Nations Championship, gets underway in South Africa this weekend, with 16 teams taking part in what's like the Africa Cup of Nations, but only for home-based players. DR Congo were the winners of the first edition in 2009, and Tunisia won it in 2011, although Tunisia haven't qualified this time around. Ghana, Nigeria and Mali have all qualified, but they're not necessarily expected to be among the big guns as almost all of their star players are overseas-based and therefore not eligible to play. So there are very different squads for those West African giants. So Solomon, this is a tricky tournament to predict, but uh, maybe Morocco, Ethiopia and DRC are the leading contenders. Most definitely, and I would not uh, hesitate to put on uh, maybe Mozambique right in there also. You know, countries like Nigeria, obviously, and Ghana, we're not going to see a lot of them because a lot of their star players are based overseas. Uh, some of them not even playing in the major leagues, but playing in leagues like Belgium or Poland. You know, they were the best locally, but they left earlier. So you have a league that really don't have a lot of the quality players that you would want to see because for any local base players in West Africa especially as soon as they get an opportunity they just move overseas to start playing in one of the lower leagues before getting the opportunity to play in the higher league so it is indeed going to be a tournament that we're going to see Ethiopia for me because they're going to have the nucleus of the team that played during the Africa Cup of Nations last year. And you're there in South Africa where the tournament is taking place. Uh, What's the level of interest uh, across the country would you say there have been a, a, some level of interest uh, the South African Football Association SAFA has been trying to uh, make sure they create some sort of marketing awareness and also the local organizing committee has been out there trying to create some sort of uh, awareness I think the good thing about this uh, championship is unlike uh, the last Africa Cup of Nations which Nigeria won here in South Africa last year. The cities that are hosting this tournament are not part of the cities that hosted the last Africa Cup of Nations. So tickets are selling and I think for countries like Ethiopia that has a very huge Ethiopian community in South Africa, they're definitely going to get the support. The DR Congo also has a huge uh, DR Congolese community here in South Africa. The Nigerians are also huge here. So we're not just going to see the local football fans that are South Africans, but we're going to see, you know, local expatriates and immigrants that are here, that have been here for some time, going out there to support their countries. Well, we'll see how the Chan goes and the tournament goes up until the 1st of February. Now, this week on the show and next week, we're going to look at the controversial issue of referees. Week in, week out, players, coaches and fans criticise the performance of referees. And when they lose, the most common excuse is that it was the referee's fault. 
But do we expect too much from referees? And are those in Africa not as good as those in Europe? And what could be done to help referees? Here's the views of fans in Lagos, Nigeria. I feel that the players obviously feel that the referees are biased. Some of their judgment is out of bias. And, you know, that upsets the players so much. And when you find out the referees are beaten up, it's because the players have had enough taking it out on the referees. So, yes, the referees mostly are biased. Uh, referees have their limitations. They obviously can't see everything that's going on on the pitch. So, uh, I think... Well, not really. They're, they're, they're doing as much as they can. I think they just need more help, whether it means more eyes on the ground or added technology uh, that, that will help improve the, the standards of refereeing. Do I think referees are doing enough? I think, on the whole, referees do a pretty good job under very difficult circumstances, getting sworn at every day by people and abused on the pitch, abused by the fans. But I think one thing they could change is they could be fairer when it comes to how they award penalties because they seem to often get swayed by the crowds at the uh, some of the big games. And if you look at the statistics of certain clubs... They get far more penalties when they're at home than when they're away, and that, for me, stinks. That referees actually get beaten up in this country, which is absurd because they're the actual judges and they should be the fairest of the people when it comes to actually playing football. One, I do believe if you have these kind of scenarios in this country whereby referees are beaten up all the time, to make it all fair, why don't we just have more assistance and let 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 coaches and the teams be able to challenge let the coaches themselves uh, themselves be able to challenge a call by the referee as the game is going on and let let there be a team of people to actually review all these kind of plays it will actually help us a lot and one even if you're the loser by the time you actually go home you'll you'll know yes i lost but i lost fairly so some points from fans in Nigeria. They're saying that uh, players and coaches do get angry with referees because they say that they're biased. Uh, they do say referees have limitations and that they need more help. Also, they're saying that uh, referees can be swayed by the crowd with penalty decisions. And Solomon, it's not just Nigeria. All around Africa, referees get a hard time, don't they? Definitely. I guess that is part of the passion that football fans and also football clubs shows. And, you know, we've seen in South Africa where fans get to throw a lot of objects uh, onto the football pitch like Vuvuzelas and, and stuff like that, hitting the players or uh, the referee. And, and it's not really the way that it should be. So we've seen referees making calls that is really, really uncalled for. And we feel that like some of the football fans in Nigeria just said, you know, referees, they're, they're doing a good job, but they need to do better. You know, they don't see everything across the football pitch, but they they not, they need to be able to make sure that they, they see a lot. They need to be able to make sure they don't get intimidated. And so we see a lot of that and, and very dubious decisions, uh, penalty decisions, and the crowd plays a huge role in this, Steve. But uh, would we say these referees are really biased or are they simply just making mistakes? I think the referees in Africa has improved over the last 10 years. But at the same time, referees do make mistakes. And, and those key factors play a huge role in the way that the, the game ends on the way that who wins the game at the end of the day. That This is something that we know in Africa is very quite huge. Unlike Europe, the crowd don't get to play a huge role. They can protest and whatever, but they don't get to uh, really, really uh, get to intimidate the referee. But here, there is... Uh, 
some sort of proximity between the referee and the football uh, fan that are in the stadium during the halftime or going to the changing room at the end of the game. You know, they, they throw objects, they intimidate him, they harass him. Again, even football officials harass football football referees, which is not really a good thing. But a lot of mistakes is, is being done. Uh, they don't really see everything on the pitch and a referee is uh, is human so they they tend to create error you know and sometimes you don't know if the error is just based on uh, bad judgment or error is just based on an intentional decision just to make sure that a home team or a certain team get to win that game well thanks Solomon. now let's get the views about european football expert stuart weir who joins us from the uk now, Stuart, uh, for me, uh, after going to a match here in Zimbabwe and listening very often to fans, players and coaches complaining about the referees, I often then watch a game from the English Premier League. And surprise, surprise, very often there the TV analysts too are criticising the referees. So it looks like no one's happy with the job that referees are doing. Uh, well, Steve, every uh, Saturday evening there's a BBC radio programme called 606 in which uh, fans telephone in on their way home from a game. And the main topic of conversation every week is how the referee ruined the game, how my team lost because of the referee. So um, to some extent, I think it is part of the debate about football. You know, was that offside? Should that player have been sent off? You know, you have an opinion, I have an opinion. But I think the other thing is certainly in the English Premier League is because television wall-to-wall, from every angle, a mistake by the referee is now exposed. And, you know, the the TV channel will show the controversial incident over and over again. Um, At half-time, you'll have your pundits commenting on it. And, of course, uh, to be fair to the referee, um, he sees it once and has to make a decision. The TV viewer sees it repeatedly. uh, And, you know, it's much easier when you've seen it five times. But saying that, I actually do believe that the standard of refereeing in the Premier League is disappointingly bad. Over the New Year period, there were two big games which were arguably decided by refereeing decisions. Uh, Liverpool went to Chelsea, took a lead, and then Chelsea came back to win 2-1. And, you know, there was... Brendan Rodgers were absolutely apoplectic about this, you know, feeling, first of all, that Samuel Eto'o had got away with um, two reckless tackles, uh, one of which might have considered a penalty, and, uh, you know, that, that really that had a major effect on the game. You know, had, had Chelsea been down to 10 men early in the game for that reckless challenge and had Liverpool got the penalty, you know, it could have been a completely different game. But, you know, the, the comments, frankly, uh, there were quite mild compared to what David Moyes had to say about uh, Howard Webb, arguably the best referee in the world, you know, chosen to referee the World Cup final in, in 2010. David Moyes felt that Manchester United should have had two penalties and seen the Tottenham keeper sent off in a game where they lost 2-1 at home to Tottenham. Yeah, indeed, but uh, I've seen research saying that referees make an average of 12 mistakes per game. And, you know, considering how quickly things happen in a football match, it's fairly understandable, isn't it? Well, I think that's right. And, you know, trying to see it from the referee's point of view, you know, people like David Moyes and I can say that was definitely a penalty, you know, having seen it on television as many times as we want to. The advice to referees is always don't give a penalty unless you're absolutely sure. 
don't send a player off unless you're absolutely sure. So, you know, it, it, it's not easy to do that. And also, I mean, I think scientists would say that it's virtually impossible for the human eye to see a player make the pass and to see if the player receiving the pass is in an onside position. And I mean, just about every game you watch on television with the benefit of slow motion, stopping, and uh, yeah, I mean, there are an awful lot of key decisions which officials do get wrong. Um, but I don't really know that other than replacing referees by robots, um, you know, computer designed perfect robots, uh, I don't know what you can do because of the hu- human error. And I suppose, too, because football has become so important that it's essential for a club to remain in the Premiership financially, to win something to get into the Champions League, it's all become uh, so important. Uh, And so I think there are areas where this could be improved. But at the same time, it is an incredibly difficult area, you know, to make decisions in a split second and get them right every time. I just don't think that's going to happen. One of the fans in Nigeria that we heard from said that referees need more help. And uh, now in Europe, referees have the headsets to enable them to communicate with the assistant referees. Uh, There's now the goal line technology in the English Premier League and at uh, major tournaments. Is this seen to be improving the standard of refereeing? Well, I think the goal line technology is good, but of course that only deals with, with one aspect. It, it doesn't do anything on, on the offside and whether a player should get a yellow card or a red card. You see, in a game like cricket or tennis, we have the situation where the players can stop the game and ask the officials, the TV officials, to review particular decisions but of course tennis and cricket are a little bit of a stop-start game so you know if you're going to do that in football you you have to stop the game so it's a bit of a minefield and I don't think the technology has made much difference whether you would like football to do what rugby and cricket do and you know allow Brendan Rodgers to, to stand up stop the game and say I think that was a penalty can we have it reviewed by the television match official? The game stops for two or three minutes. The decision is made. I mean, that would certainly get better decisions, but I think it would rather change the nature of the game. Well, thanks a lot to Stuart Weir in the UK. We're going to continue this topic next week, so do give us your views on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa. Do you think that referees in Africa are doing a good job? Are we expecting too much from them, or are they letting the teams down. The Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa and that is all one word. From Stuart Weir in the UK, Solomon Ashams in South Africa and myself Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe. Thanks a lot for listening. Back next week and you can find the show online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.